to the Interwoven Podcast. This is a podcast that we're hosting with InterVarsity BC. I'm Terry Harvitt, and today I have Ashley Scott with me. Ashley, you want to introduce yourself and tell us where and what you're studying? Yeah, so I was in Prince George for two years, and that's where I met Terry, studying at UNBC. Um, I'm studying environmental engineering. I'm now at UBC Vancouver because our program does like half and half. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really awesome to keep in touch with uh, the people I met at InterVarsity. We're so glad you did. (laughs) Awesome. So we began the Interwoven podcast um, because we wanted to hear how scripture is just shaping the lives of our brothers and sisters across the province um, in their specific contexts and in these times. Um, So I'm super excited to hear from Ashley today. And yeah, just thanks again, Ashley, for joining us and yeah, being willing to share the things that God's teaching you through his word. Um, Do you want to share with us the passage that you're going to speak to today? For sure. Yeah. So um, I'm reflecting on Psalm 51, specifically verse 12, but also the whole thing. Um, So I'll just go ahead and read it for us. I'm reading from NLT version. It says, Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stains of my sin. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone I have sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Mm. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that I may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. So as a whole, Psalm 51 is a confession of guilt, also labeled a prayer of repentance. And it's written by David after his adultery with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband. Um, So a couple things that I've taken from this passage um, and how it relates to me. Um, Firstly, 
Sin can make me feel that I can't come back to God until after I've sorted myself out. Mm-hmm. I often feel guilty for asking things from God because I feel unworthy of his help. Um, this is definitely a weapon Satan uses against me because it's so easy for me to believe that God doesn't want to hear from me, which is crazy, but we believe all kinds of things when they come from our own voice. Um, So this passage shows David coming back to God after this crazy departure from his following. Um, And he acknowledges that he's guilty and undeserving, but he still asks God clearly to be forgiven and to be put back in right relationship to me. So yeah, that was just a comforting thing for me. Um, Second, the verse that really stood out to me was um, the phrase, make me willing to obey you. Um, It acknowledges uh, the internal struggle I often feel where I don't want to sin, but I also don't seem to be able to control it. Mm -hmm. For example, this often comes for me in the form of critical or judgmental thoughts and words that I feel like I can't stop. Mm. So this, yeah, this prayer kind of acknowledges that. Um, Then thirdly, um, the phrase he says in there is restore to me the joy of your salvation. And I took from that, that joy and salvation is not necessarily a choice Mm. or the product of self-improvement, but is a gift we ask God for whenever we need. And this is an awesome truth for me. As I hinted before, I often feel responsible for making my own faith grow. Mm. And I'm hard on myself when I feel like I'm failing. So this is a good reminder that all God needs from me is a willing heart and he, he can kind of take care of the rest. Mm. Man, that's so good, Ashley. Like, yeah, I just, I know that you're not alone in those feelings and I'm just super encouraged that you're, yeah, just willing to share those things and, and lead us into the reminder of that today. So thank you. Yeah. I guess my next question would kind of be, how is, how's this connecting with you specifically in this season? Recently, that phrase that I mentioned, make me willing to obey you, I've really been praying those words often, and I think they could mean something different to each person who prays it, but for me, I've been praying it in regard to improving my thought life. As I said, I often find critical, unloving thoughts come to mind about other people, even when I don't want them to. Um, And sometimes I feel like I don't have control over them. So praying this phrase has been a way of redirecting my thoughts towards God and loving people. Mm. Yeah, so good. Um, So this practice of like praying through scripture, is this a new one for you? Is this something that you've practiced for a while? Tell us more about that. Yeah, it is something I've done for a while. I'm not really sure how I got introduced to it, but especially when I was younger and kind of starting to make my faith my own, I felt like I didn't know often what to pray for or how to ask God for things or even how to confess sins. So I find it really helpful to repeat the prayers of other people from the Bible and otherwise. Another thing I found really helpful in prayer is the 
ACTS acronym. It's an outline that you can follow when you're praying. And I use it a lot when I'm kind of not sure how to structure prayers. It just stands for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, which is like asking for things. Mm -hmm. And I usually write out my prayers because it helps me focus. And um, this acronym kind of gives me some direction of what to say when I'm unsure. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I think you've just given us so many tools right there. And I'm, yeah, I'm just so thankful that you're sharing with us today and all these things that God has shown you and yeah, how they're just going to serve as a gift to us. So um, thank you. Yeah. As we kind of wrap up here, I'm actually just wondering if there's an invitation um, or maybe challenge that you have for anyone that might be listening from the things that you've shared with us today. Like I said a little bit earlier, uh, I think this verse could mean, or this psalm could mean something different to anyone who reads it, uh, depending on what they're struggling with personally. Um, but Psalm 51 on a whole is a great thing to read if someone is unsure of how to confess sins to God or feeling particularly hard on themselves or just not sure what they want to pray about. Um, the other thing is near the end of the psalm, it also says the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart. Mm. Um, this is a great reminder to me when I'm feeling like I'm not able to do much to God or do much for God, mm. uh, especially in COVID. I think this is particularly true because we're all trapped in our houses. But yeah, just the idea that something I can give God is my is my broken spirit and my repentant heart. Um, so yeah, I would encourage anyone who hasn't to try to pray through Psalm 51 or another Psalm. Yeah. Especially if you, maybe you're having trouble praying recently, you're not sure how, um, I think it's really helpful. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's a sweet invitation. And actually, Ashley, if you wouldn't mind, maybe I'll just have you read Psalm 51 one more time. Um, and we can just, anyone listening can just posture themselves to receive and to just reflect on these words. So you can kind of lead us in that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stains of my sin. Wash me clean from my guilt, purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. 
You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. Wow. Thank you so much. Amen. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Hearing how God is using scripture in the lives of others is just so encouraging. So I just want to thank you one more time, Ashley, for being with us today and yeah, for all that you shared. And yeah, this is this has been the Interwoven Podcast, everyone. We'll see you next time.